Cardinals offseason well underway. We're seeing the list of coaching candidates that will be uh, interviewed, as well as GM candidates. And here to talk to us about the Cardinals offseason, the man who called all the action on the Cardinals radio network, their play-by-play voice, Dave Pass, checks in on the Arizona Sports Line. Dave, good morning. How are you? Hey, Ben. Hey, Dan. How are Hello, you guys today? Dave. Doing well, thanks. Um, we, we in the aftermath of what happened on Monday with uh, you know Cliff Kingsbury being let go, we've seen a couple of players. Um, Hollywood Brown was on a Twitch stream saying, "Hey, I wish you would have got another chance." And seems to be some other reaction from players. Yeah, kind of bummed that uh, that Cliff Kingsbury was let go. Um, is there a case to be made that he should have been brought back in your mind, Dave? Well, two things, guys. I think, first of all, Cliff is a great guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't really met anybody or come across Cliff as long as I've known him, which is over a decade going back to when he was with Johnny Football at Texas A&M. I have not come across anybody that does not like Cliff personally. And and I think Cliff is a talented coach. Uh, And, you know, you guys saw the offense looked a little different at times when – uh, Kyler wasn't there. I think there were some things that uh, he wanted to do that maybe he couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, in part, uh, you know, the players like Cliff. You know, he's not a confrontational guy. Um, you, you saw that on Hard Knocks with him talking about how he treats the players like men. But I, but I also think that there was a point where that, that hurt him. I think there were, you know, times where guys in the, in the locker room were not stepping up as leaders. Uh, and these were, you know, your highest paid players. And you need to have a head coach, you know, who can get in their face, who can, who has the street cred to be able to tell them, hey, this is what you're going to do. And you're going to do it my way or you're not going to be here. Um, so I think there's that side of it, but look, guys, when you're you're four and thirteen and you're trending in the wrong direction, you have one home win in the last uh, year and a half. I think it was a really strong statement by Michael to the fans, yes. saying, I, I, "I'm not going to stand for you know our expectation is we're a playoff team, um, we're a championship team, and when we don't play like one, I'm not going to stand for that, and I'll do what it takes to make moves." So. That was a very loud statement to yeah. to fire Cliff and with Steve not coming back either. Yeah, without a doubt. And I thought Michael really kind of projected himself really well in that Monday press conference because ever since he's been in charge of the Cardinals, he's always had somebody to lean on, whether it was his father or Steve Kime. And he's kind of doing this alone, and he kind of almost seemed a little bit liberated, and he's been real close to the vest about all of this, which brings us to Sean Payton. Um, you know football, so you know what an impact coach he is. Do you think he's the person? perfect fit to get a guy like Kyler Murray to kind of, you know, fall into line a little more, to, to, to listen a little more, to grow a little faster? Well, in my opinion, I think the, the only person really that can do that is Kyler. And, you know, he's gotten a contract. He's had some success individually as an NFL player, and he's had some success with the team making a playoff appearance, but you know, to take that next step and get into that class of elite players, you need to win big. And in order to win big, you have to realize there's a certain, there are certain things you have to do to make it through a 17 game season. When we saw Jacksonville and green Bay, even though green Bay lost that last game and Detroit, let's throw those three teams in there. Bad starts, horrible starts. But because of the leadership and the the talent and the play of their quarterback, now Detroit's defense had a big reason. uh, They were a big reason why they turned around. But still, the quarterbacks played really well uh, for that that stretch. 
Now imagine now with Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville going forward, assuming that they can be consistent and get consistent play from him. I mean, that, that might be a Super Bowl team next year. Think about it. Mm-hmm. That should be the trajectory for Kyler Murray. And so, I, you know, he, he didn't play well uh, at times when he was healthy. And now you don't know when he's going to be back. Um, but with regard to Sean Payton, guys, I think it depends on what you have to give up. I, I'm sure the Cardinals would love to have Sean Payton. Who wouldn't? The guy's a Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah. It's what do, you, what do you have to give up? What's it going to cost you? And is he going to be here? Uh, you know, through the challenges that may lie ahead in 2023 and beyond. You just don't know how long it's going to take to get back to where you were. I, I think it can be a quick fix. I think obviously a lot depends on Kyler's health. And is Sean somebody that's going to be here and see it through uh, to get you to a position where you are a consistent championship contender? If the Saints said, okay, uh, you could you have him, but we need that number three overall pick. Are you going down that road just yet? I think it depends on, again, you know, what what's the commitment level of Sean Payton? Yeah. What's the role? Is he in charge of everything? Um, are you hiring a general manager that will work with him in a collaborative way? Um, or are you just giving him the 53 and giving him full control? And then you also have to consider, well, you traded your first-round pick last year. Yeah. Your first-round pick from two years ago did make some strides but you're not sure yet on him. Your first round pick from three years ago, we're still not sure what position he plays. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you've got, you've got this str- And then, you know, you got Kyler was the first round pick before that. Josh Rosen, the first round pick before that. I mean, you got to start hitting on these guys. No doubt. Um, and, I, and I do think you hit on Kyler. It's just, can he get back to where he was? But, you know, there's questions on these other guys. Absolutely. And, you know, is Hollywood worth the first round pick? I don't know. So are you in a position where you truly can afford to trade the number three overall pick who could be a game-changing player uh, for Sean Payton if that's what it takes? I, I'm not sure. I think everybody in the orbit of this football team has heard rumblings that D-Hop is going to want out. There's been nothing official except an Instagram post where he seems to be saying goodbye, and a lot of his teammates have kind of paid respect to him on the way out the door. What do you think about that? How do you... How how do the Cardinals get by without a guy who's been such a, a integral part of their offense? Well, I think you have to figure out, does he want to be here? Uh, you know, does he want to be part of this? Um, and then also, you know, you have to look at the age and, and the financial commitment. And is that something that, you know, you can you can deal with for the next few years? You know, he was not in the lineup a lot yes. uh, the past couple of years with injury. You know, he hurt the team at the six-game suspension. Uh, I think there were some other things uh, as well with D-Hop. And so, look, you have to – it's not just hiring a GM and a coach. It's establishing a culture and identity of who you are and what you're going to put up with. And Michael talked about that a ton. He talked about accountability. You've got to have that. you got to have that with the players in the locker room. There has to be a group of leaders in that room that, you know, you think about the team – that that went to the 2015 NFC Championship. You had some you had some real leaders in that room, starting with Carson Palmer. 
And so you need to get back to having that type of group, and I'm not sure how D-Hop fits into that. Yeah, that's a great point. The leadership component of that team was was really, really good. Um, Ari, when you look across the, the playoffs, what is the best Super Bowl to bring to Glendale here in a month or so? Clearly, the Bills on one side would be a very, very powerful story. What's the best NFC story to pit against that if we're looking for the best possible Super Bowl in Glendale? Yeah, I think for AFC, Dan, I mean, I Bill certainly with uh, everything that's happened there this year and the fact that, you know, they haven't been to a Super Bowl since that stretch where they had the four losses in a row. Uh, to see them possibly, you know, finally win a Super Bowl, uh, it would be great theater. Patrick Mahomes is great theater. So I think either way, Chiefs, Bills, you're, you're, you're winning as a, as a uh, Phoenician to have one of those teams in Glendale. And I think it's the 49ers. Um, you know, I'm talking to some folks that are there and on that coaching staff and in that organization, they believe in Brock Purdy. They believe he can win a Super Bowl, that it's not just managing the game. He's good enough to make big plays in the big moments to win you a Super Bowl. And they certainly have the pieces around him. And then you have the Arizona connection, obviously, with yep. Brock. So I think... To me, that's that's the best story from an NFC, NFC perspective is having San Francisco. I, I, it might be hard for Cardinal fans, but I agree yeah, with you. I, yeah, I think you're right. Dave, I think you're right. <laughs> Dave, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining Thank us you, today. We appreciate it.